Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at Stay on Target. Podcast.com. Almost didn't catch that, did you? I definitely didn't catch it for the first ah, like second. So nice. if anyone heard anything weird, <laughs> it was the speakers and uh, going into my microphone. But you probably won't hear anything weird. So, you know, just, That's good. just is. Uh, <laughs> this week we are talking about Ant Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp. Um, we just saw it. We did just see it. Uh, have lots of thoughts. Lots of thoughts. Um, I mean,. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. We will talk about that later. Uh-huh. Good tease, Chris. Yeah, good thanks. tease. We have uh, very strong <laughs> opinions on it, and um, uh, as f- lots of fireworks go off, I don't know if anybody can hear that in the microphones, but fireworks are still going off all around. It seems. Yeah, let's let's address this real quick because um, I'm not uh, not too happy with the uh, I, I addressed I talked about it last week, but you know, having having uh, the Fourth of July on a Wednesday is not That's right. the the most ideal situation it's not ideal no because all i wanted it to be was the weekend and it wasn't and i had to go back to work it was like today was monday again bro you just got like your week got upgraded with two mondays oh (laughs) i mean i don't even i don't know what's worse (laughs) i mean so on the other hand like i i did see the sentiment uh shared that it was oh it was nice to have a day off in the middle of the week where you just relax and whatever but it's like I don't know. I feel like I feel like see I I worked that day, but I like I feel like with I'm more in your boat where I'm like it just would be bad to go well, back okay. cuz then you just don't know what day of the Listen, week it is. Uh, so like okay, yes, a random day off in the middle of the week that would be cool, okay? Like yeah. we're like I'm going to chill. Not one that that requires you to celebrate the birth of your nation in, in a fashion befitting such an occasion. And so then <laughs> what does that leave you the next day? I mean, that's true. That's true. Because I also feel like it gives you two Fridays, though, in your week, you know? Because, like, you Ugh. have the yeah. first Friday, which is actually Tuesday. I don't, even, I don't like that either. And then the real Friday. I just want one. I want one of you every day, well, John. Well, and then, like, so Mondays. So whenever you get, <laughs> like, start working the new work week or whatever, you're, like, buckling down, strapping in, you're getting ready, gearing up. And then, like, by Tuesday, you're at, like, full full bore. You know, you're just, like, going at it. Right. Then you pump the brakes real quick. And then, yeah. like, then you have to get back going again and on Monday again. Yeah, by the time. By the on time, Thursday. Whenever Friday happens, pretty much everybody has, like, weekly senioritis where you're just, like, I am done, you know. Yeah. I'm, 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 whatever, you know. Yeah. By the time you hit like four o'clock on a Friday, you're just like, mm, I don't know about this. This this weekend thing is looking real good. Yeah. So like, if you have two of those, I also feel like it's like, I don't know, productivity levels would be very low as well. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it was it's just not ideal. I'll put yeah. it that way. I'm never. If this happens again, which at some point in our lifetime it will. <laughs> I was about to say about what eight years from now. I'm taking the uh, the rest of the week off. It's good. I'll remind you of this. We'll play Thank this you. podcast for you. Like, yes. r- like I'll, I'll just snap like, me back to reality. If you suggest only like, taking oh, no, the one day okay. off, and I'll just like I'll have it queued. I'll I'll be ready, dude. This is the thing, and it's not even like I don't. It's, it's not like that. I even I I don't. I dislike Mondays. It's the so I mean you know for instance on Tuesday night yep. going into the Fourth of July, stay up till five a.m. Oh, uh, la- you know last night stay up till three a.m. Oh, I mean it's just like. You know, I'm already in weekend mode by that point, yeah. doing things, rocking out night. <laughs> I mean, dude, clearly you're like, I mean, 5 a.m. I, I have my share of 5 a.m.s as well. That's when I get like, stuff done. 
I mean, seriously, it's like whenever you're a night person, as you and I both are. Yeah. You hit about seven o'clock at night, and you're like, "Dude, let's Dude, do it's stuff, time, man. Let us like, let's do stuff." Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I I'm literally just like laying around, lazing around on the couch all the rest of the day. It's like, where is my to do list at eight p.m., nine p.m. at night? Seriously, you know? I have cleaned out the garage before at nine p.m. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's just it's just what a night person has to go through. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you put up with the rest of the day so that by the time seven p.m. Go, like hits, you are like, I'm ready. Was, I live now. It was ten p.m. last night, and you know what? I almost went out and did. I I, I can only guess any number of things. A five k. A five k. See, that's the best though. Late but then I got out there and I saw the thunder cloud and oh, lightning happening, and I was like, "Well, face. I'm not. I don't want to get fried tonight." So I mean, and then so you got to think about things like whenever there's like weather while you're running it, like super late at night. Because I love the night run. Oh yeah, that's that because again, love I'm a night night. person. It's the best. And then like pop on my headlamp, Plus, get my like get my flashers on, and go the out sun there and beating run. down on you. Yeah, and it's like, and it's the world is different uh-huh. at night. Like it's it's more exciting, you know. There's like it's like was there's the trash can just moved over there. Is it a raccoon or is it a coyote? You know, it's like there's it's more exciting. <laughs> it's just I don't know if it's the danger <laughs> that appeals to me. I, <laughs> that I mean I've had. <laughs> Like being like, oh, we let's just go run through the zoo with all the animals loose. That's exciting. Yeah, it's more. It's just more exciting when the animals' cages aren't Good locked. Grief. <laughs> let's run down by the beach with the alligators in Florida through the Everglades. It's just more exciting. Um, which no, I'm just Good grief. anyway. Um, but no, I totally get it because like the, the late night run is like because there's no less cars. Like nobody's out there. Yeah, no like, one's out there. Like you don't have to worry about anything. And like it's are, dark. They want to avoid you just as much as you want to avoid them. Right. Right. And uh, so it's it's really nice. It's relaxing to yeah. do it. You know, as a, as well to yeah. run at night like it's that. Cooler. It is way cooler. And I mean, it is so hot right now yeah oh man Whew. yeah so but anyway you know like i mean i just it's we're way down the rabbit hole we are i think where i was going with that was whenever there's inclement weather whatever you're running outside uh. late at night there's always the question of like man if i like if i got hurt like if i if I, like you twist your ankle like oh man i broke my phone or like whatever like if something like if it's raining pouring down rain or like whatever like nobody's nobody's gonna like find you until morning oh god <laughs> I mean, you know, hopefully someone knows you're out there. That's true. That's true. Always um, always tell someone yeah. and where then, you're at. You know, uh, the thing I do like is that I can see the lightning coming. Yes. Because in the daytime, you're like, I can't. Is that dark cloud? Is it lightning? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, was that thunder or a jet plane? You right. know? So. Is there a train nearby? Right. Right. I guess you can pull out your app and look at the lightning strikes. Man, yeah, you, you can always follow. What is the what is the weather the weather Twitter here in Nashville? Oh yeah, uh, Nashville severe weather. Or something like Nashville that. severe WX, WX or something, or something like that. Yeah, 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 it's there's there's an awesome Twitter if you live near Nashville that you can get great tweets oh, yeah. about like it's about I'm, to open up on you. I'm addicted to it. Yeah, it's great. It's my favorite. I have notifications on. It was really funny. There was a, a storm that happened, like super like loud or whatever. Like I woke up and I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to hit Twitter. So like I hit Twitter and like whoever runs that account was like up 
all night long. And yeah. like I saw like the next morning I I like went ahead and went to sleep or whatever. The next morning I woke up at and uh, looked at it and like at five thirty in the morning the person was like, Well, I guess I better go to bed now because uh, I gotta sleep, you know. I can't I can't just stay up all night. And uh, and they're like, and the storms look like they're mostly out of the way. So we're Yeah, they'll good. stay up through the storms. It's amazing. And there's actually there's a couple people that help like help supplement the main person's tweets on there. And it's they'll amazing. like sometimes they'll initial who's talking. I like that. Or like, hey, we're passing it off now. That's cool. We'll see you in the morning. That's cool. Well, man, let's say it also like blows my mind because like this is a free thing, and I guess like like if the regular meteorologists are free as well, like you just you turn on your local news. Oh, but like yeah, commercials. These, like yeah, that's true, commercials. But I mean, in general, like this, it just, just seems like just people who enjoy watching the weather and know a lot about the yeah. weather, like people who are meteorologists. So I used to be. I used to always wonder. Whenever I was, you know, younger and more naive, you know, whenever you're watching a television show and there's severe weather, they'll go through all the commercials and then all of a sudden the weather person comes on right when your show's coming back on. Like, why right. in the world? Why would they not talk to you in the commercials? It's because I make money. It's money, man. That's how they get paid. I mean, that's that's the way the, the if they're world showing you works, anything, Chris. it's the commercials. I mean, like literally, they'll even show you commercials while the weather. Like they'll put like the commercial the in down, the bottom yeah, bar. Yeah, like the bottom they, third yeah. is a commercial a lot uh-huh. of times. Yep. It's like what? <laughs> that's also the thing that would hear in the Olympics this last time. First time they've done this, where like they'll they'll be showing like footage on the screen, yeah. but then also have like a sidebar of the, the commercial going on where it's like, Oh, so that was a commercial break, but you didn't actually break for commercial. I can still see like the game or like whatever's going on there. Yeah. And it's in order to get me to watch that commercial. Cause otherwise every other like big commercial break, of course I mute it. Or if you, yeah. if you're TiVo and you fast forward I actually or whatever. like that. Like, so like, you know, cause sometimes in, in, uh, in games, it's hard to figure out where you should put these commercials, you know, yeah. like, um, especially in hockey, for oh instance, my hockey it's hard because um, it could be any t- like I mean, yeah, I mean, well, and you know, and even you know, baseball sometimes they'll come back like okay during the break, blah blah blah, yeah. but yeah, they started this picture in picture thing where like they play the commercial with the game. I'm like, yeah, this is all I need. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Honestly, I'm not listening to the announcers half the time anyway. Right, like I just have the sound up, so it's not. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm, you know, deaf watching this game right well and and like sometimes I'll, i will like just watch the like or just be listening like where i'll be oh i'll be on my phone or i'll be like like playing switch or something like that while some event is on but if, if i hear them say something like oh man something exciting's about yeah, to happen yeah. you just kind of look over and you're like okay i'm here for that you know the thing i miss on the xbox john you missed the xbox snap yep. function. i know i loved snapping baseball games over there <sighs> i played so much destiny I was talking to uh, baseball game snapped. Aaron Wright. He's been on the podcast before, um, but I, I was talking to him about that exact thing like a couple nights ago. Really? Where he was like, he said, "Is like, yeah, snap still was a thing. You could snap that over there." And I went, "Yes, yep, that would be amazing." Yeah. Anyway, because like what I had happening was I had like it on my phone over to the side, like, and so like anyway. I don't understand. I honestly don't understand why it's not a thing. I feel like it should be a thing with every single like gaming system. You should be able to play and watch simultaneously. Yeah, I agree. Chris, we yeah. are we are way. I mean, we're back to back to entertainment. But like, what have you been up to this week? Oh, the main thing I wanted to talk about, John, um, is uh, Fortnite. Back on the Fortnite train. Definitely back on the Fortnite train. So, uh, was that Saturday? So over the, the past week, there's been like countdown timers and all this kind of stuff, counting down in Fortnite. And, yep. You know, it's pointing at this big in-game event. That was going to um, happen. What day was that? 
Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday so like, at 12.30 p.m. Central Time, right? Nope. No? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, One thirty Eastern, 12.30 p.m. So, like, uh, it's kind of like the meteor where everything was counting down toward the meteor, but the meteor we never saw land. So, like, yeah, this is a... What I feel like is I, I, it's almost an unprecedented kind of event in gaming where um, anyone who logged on and got into a match before that would see whatever was going to happen. And it was the missile launch. Yeah. Um, there was a missile inside this like underground silo inside this mountain. Um, mm-hmm. And it was for the the villains or what we perceive as the villain or think is the villain's lair. And uh, it was going to launch. And so we all got in a match. Loaded in, uh, it went off, did all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, you can go watch YouTube videos. There's plenty of YouTube videos. I'm definitely watch it. But, like, the, the cool thing to me was um, the fact that they were able to, number one, their game didn't crash with everyone logging in. Yeah, I was surprised about that. There were I long was queue in times. A, I was in a pretty long queue. Like well, I actually didn't yeah. make it in, but well, you logged on way too late. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> like and I, I knew before. that that was going to be an option. Like that was going to probably inevitably happen. Was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to try to get in five minutes before, and I had like a seven minute long queue or something yeah. like that. So like, I missed it by a couple of minutes. But like, I, I mean, in that event. Yes, there were so many people, and even like people like who were in matches that like had built like big uh, observation decks and things like that, like with uh, with the building mechanic in there. Yeah. Like they weren't killing each other, they weren't like shooting each other. Yeah. They were just like hanging out, waiting oh, for yeah. this thing to happen. Everyone was in there for this event, which was awesome. And so like, um, it was cool to witness something like that first person, like in the game yeah. with a ton of other players at the same time. Uh, and see all this happen. It wasn't a cutscene. It was a live event, and yep. it happened once. It was never going to happen again. Right? Like it, you can't go back and relive that. Yeah. Like and play that game again. It just happens. And man, like just the idea of that. Of like, what if that was a daily ev- ev- event? Like, what if yeah. every single time you went in, things happened and uh, they were unique and different, and they never happened again? And I know that's you know, super ambitious, but I feel like that's the like end result of something like this. Well, and like, that's, that's the, you say that's ambitious and it is, I feel like it's the ambition of something like Anthem. Like think about at E3, they were talking about how like, Oh, and everybody will be in the same weather at the same time like, yeah. where it's like, they have this things and they can, they can trigger a storm and it's the same storm for you that it right. is for me, that it is for everybody. And so like, I feel like that ambition well, like is there in like yeah. world games. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's the same kind of thing with like Forza Horizon 4 where it's like, hey, everyone will experience the same season at the same yeah. time, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think, it, like, to me, it's something more than that, where it's like, this is, like, you know, Anthem, hey, a storm rolls through, who cares, you yeah. know? This it's is like, literally, oh, a like, a world-defining event, a, a in-game event that is changing, like, so, you know, this rocket blasts off, teleports all around, targets, you know, tilted towers, ends up crashing into this, like, dome thing above the the uh, um, the world, and now there's all these portals appearing all over the place. Yeah, it's, and it's like teleported in and out of like of reality somehow, like zipping around the map from point to point. Like yeah. if you go back and watch the replay, but like, yeah, it's like, and now there are these rifts that are there, and like they weren't there before. The rocket no longer exists in this right. ta- in the in that tower or whatever, right. and it's like holy cow. Well, it's like, and, and everybody cool. will remember where were you when the rocket blasted off? Yeah, you know, it's, it's like <laughs> I'll remember where I was. I was in the queue, queue waiting, <laughs> listening uh, to us say, to, "What in the world that's is happening? Right. Did you hear that? Did you see that? You know, um, it was really interesting to experience it <laughs> from that angle because I'm just like." What could possibly be happening right yeah. now? You know, uh, like to me, 
this is better like environmental and in-game storytelling than um, what like Titanfall was trying to do back in the day. You know, the original Titanfall, and I know they already admitted, you know, like, hey, that you know that wasn't that great. That's why they put in a single-player campaign in the second Titanfall two. But like, I feel like this is what they were trying to do. Like this type of storytelling yeah. was like. It's almost it's a combination of their own storytelling, but I have my own story of what happened that day. Yeah, and you know the people who are up on the top of the mountain, all standing there together, have their own story of what happened that day. The person, maybe some jerk, shot him in the face. Dude, there was a, I did see that the uh, there's always that one. Yeah. I'm sure there's more than one in this type of a big event. But oh, definitely the uh, the statistic for the most number of players killed, killed. at the same time yeah. is now 33. No, it was forty something. Forty something? Yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah. Because somebody the... like they were up on a platform, uh-huh. and somebody like took the platform out from under them, and then all of them just like yeah, fell and. It was the largest single kill death. Like they hold the record for the most deaths in single player. I mean, there's going to be that one. There's yeah, there's going to be that one. That and, person. And uh, like they're the the ironic part is like their KD is like point four or something oh, yeah. ridiculous. It's oh, just yeah. like. Yeah, it's just some jerk. <laughs> no, they just were like, what if? And then they just well, did it, you know? You know, sometimes I wonder, because I, 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 I run into these people in the game world um, while I'm on the internet playing with people. You know, people who are just are completely oblivious. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you there are some people in there who didn't even know this was happening. <laughs> Not yeah, even yeah. kidding. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, "Why is everyone just standing around?" You know, what are all these weird, the face. weird sounds that are going yeah, around well, here? Well, just, I wonder what that's going. On. I don't know. I don't know why these people aren't playing the game. Are they AFK? What's going on? <laughs> but you know, like I don't know. It's, it's 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 not often that you see a game just like number one, the mystery surrounding what is going to happen. Yeah, just capture so many people's attention and imaginations and then actually be able to like all, like all experience something at one time. It's one thing to all play through something impactful like, hey, we all remember whenever we finished Bioshock or when we finished uh, Red Dead Redemption. Like, that's one thing. Yeah, Zelda, like Breath of the Wild when yeah. it came out was a big thing, like big right. event of like, hey, what did you experience? Oh my gosh. And everybody's stories are slightly different that yeah. way because it's a single player thing though and not everybody all at literally the same moment like mm-hmm. the same second it's like something that i would experience in in a single player game like uh zelda or like red dead redemption or something like that it's like it's gonna be slightly different than something that you do in those games yeah. and we're gonna have our own story about it and it's gonna be cool to talk about but this was all at the same second yep and, and it never happens again it's, it's yeah. like where you know where were you when the cubs finally won the world series you know after a hundred and something years oh my goodness like, you know, it's amazing. It's you know, where were you um, whenever Ronda Rousey like won like her second? You know, like you remember these things. You remember these events. You know, like that that it, that you were you will remember this. Like the gaming doesn't ha- hasn't hasn't had anything like this until now. Something that's as super far as I know. funny that I I thought was was interesting um, about this event, and it's like while it was semi short lived because we were only on for like an hour. Or I was only on for like an hour or yeah, something yeah. like that. We had talked literally like the previous week where it's like, Oh man, it seems like it's harder and harder to get like people together to, mm-hmm. to do things. Like sure. We've gotten some raids together, that sort of thing. But it's like, you know, occasionally the, like those have fallen apart on us in the last second before yeah. too, you know? Um, but this was something like all of a sudden there were like four of us all in a party together yep. at the same time. And we're like, okay, 
well, let's play a couple of matches. Yeah. And so we played a couple of matches and we actually won yep. one of the matches, <laughs> which was awesome. Like it our felt, second match, I feel like. Yeah, it felt great to uh, to play with everybody all all again. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, man, I, I remember communicating like this with these people. So, yeah. you know. I'm not such a loser after all. Well, I mean, like, especially this game, like, if you play it solo for so long and then you're like, oh, wait, I still remember how to play with other people, Uh you know, because it is slightly different. Anyway, so that's that's my what I've been up up to this week. I like it, man. That's great. What have you been up to? I mean, Fortnite as well. Like, I feel like this season has uh, the battle pass. I've been chipping my way through it. I don't think I'm going to make it all the way to Mm. the top, but that's okay. I've uh, I feel like I've gotten my money's worth out of that. Yeah. Um, and then also I've been playing some, uh, I haven't opened destiny for like a week and a half or something like that at this point either. So, uh, so it's been Fortnite, you know? Um, but uh, I've been trying to wrap up some games. I've been, been chipping away at some, some switch games that I, I like the, uh, Mario plus rabbits. I've been trying to get that one kind of out of the way as well. Cause they have the DLC for it. Now I'm like, ah, oh, do I want to play the DLC for it or do I not? So, um, there's like games that I'm trying to trying to wrap up, but since God of War, like I finished God of War, I've been trying like I feel like I'm finishing way more games <laughs> where I like I had like six games in in progress yeah. at a certain time, finished one, and now I'm like slowly knocking them all down. And I'm like this is all happening too fast, so like I'm I'm kind of <laughs> looking for the next set of games to play. Really? It's so, funny. So like whenever I play something like super in depth, like God of War or something like that, like single player, huge story. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I I don't want to jump back in anything big again for a while. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing, I, like I said, I've been doing like the smaller things and just like the things that I'm very close to the end where I'm like, ah, I could wrap that up in uh, you know a couple hours or something like that. Yeah. And I'm just been knocking those down. And yeah. and again, like I said, I'm I just I'm watching this this backlog kind of slowly dwindle, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But yeah, I, I, as far as a big single player thing, I don't know when I'll probably r- jump back into one. Maybe something in. I mean, maybe Spider-Man might be the next time um, mm. that I that I pull out the yeah. single-player guns. You know, that's gonna be a good good one. But yeah, that's about it. I also like watched the first like two episodes of Black Sails while I was playing Switch the other night. Nice. It's uh, the music is amazing yeah. in that show. Yeah, Bear McCreary, oh, yeah. Bear McCreary one of my faves. He, he he plays the hurdy gurdy. Did the music for God of War. Nice. Plays yes. a different hurdy gurdy in that. And uh, did the music for Battlestar Galactica. Yep. Uh, Walking Dead. One of my favorite um, composers. Definitely. Yep. So later, we're talking about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp. But first. The news! The news! The news. The news. So we have one item on the news list. Yep. And that is MoviePass, Chris. Mm. They are changing the way that MoviePass works yet again. Yeah. There have been multiple changes over time. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been gradually kind of changing their service for a while. They, you know, like after they offered um, the unlimited every uh, month kind of thing, and they they went back to a, you know, three every month thing, and then uh, then they changed it to where, like, well, it was, it was back unlimited again, but now we're going to roll out um, where we have to do ticket verification to everybody, and you take a photo of your ticket, and... Now they're doing something called, uh, what is it called? It is called peak pricing. Peak pricing. So like, you know, on opening night or, you know, if it's like an almost sold out 7 o'clock show, uh, they are uh, interesting peak pricing um, where you pay an extra like 2 to $3 fee, something like that. Yeah, so that, $3.43 is the example that they used. Yeah. 
to go see a movie with, with peak pricing applied. Um, I mean, you know, like I know this. Uh, this is this is. It doesn't anger me or anything yeah. like that. You know, it's like this is what we we knew going in that they were going to try some things out. Like who, you know, they're trying to figure out what model works best, mm-hmm. what works best as you scale, what works best as people like try to scam their way in. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, so like, it's just uh, it's just you know trying to figure out how to run this business pro- the, profitably. The interesting thing for me is like I while I feel like over the last like six months or whatever that I've subscribed to Movie Pass, like I definitely have gotten my money's worth. Like I've definitely gone to enough movies via Movie Pass to like hey you know pay for all of itself and then some you know to save money basically. Yeah. But as they kind of introduce these things and like, as I'm looking at like, Oh man, I don't have a ton of time like right now or whatever. Like I'm thinking I probably will. I'm thinking the further we get down this rabbit hole, the more likely I am to unsubscribe where it's like the more like surcharges, the more like stipulations of you only these movies, not these movies or whatever, yeah. not IMAX movies. Like, cause I think that was part of some of, some of their plans is like, Oh, whenever In you go see like there is, yeah. an IMAX movie, it's like, Oh, here's more. Here's Which I'm fine you know, with that. Yeah. I mean, obviously those tickets cost more. Um, but at the same time, like it does, it does the more things you put in my way, the more likely I am to be like, nah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, naturally, the, the harder something is to understand, the least likely, less likely people are to use it and keep using it. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a thing. Uh, as long as I'm still getting value out of it, like, that's, you know, kind of my stipulation, you yeah. know. And honestly, like, you know, I try to think about, well, what is this? What are they trying to do with this? I don't think they're necessarily trying to make more money. No. They're trying to spread out where when people are going to see movies. So what it sounds like to me is there one of two things are probably happening, you know, like so because you have to select the the movie showtime and then go buy it with your money on your thing. They don't they don't they don't see necessarily the um, number of tickets that are sold for this thing. They see that lots of people are t- are hitting this showtime, which means if, you know, more people hit if there's 50 seats left and 60 people try to go buy tickets, Ten people are not getting tickets, so that just upsets you. Mm-hmm. So, like by by introducing this tiered pricing, you're automatically filtering out people who don't want to to pay the peak price to a different showtime. Yeah, trying to spread that out, you know, for sure. And like, there's there's definitely the balance between basically changing the way people would go see these movies, or like. And then also providing the data to whoever's buying the data of like, hey, this many people went and saw this movie or this type of people we should advertise to these people with that thing. Because like that was originally like how MoviePass was pitched was like, hey, we are basically collecting like you're subscribing to this lower price, however many movies you want. And in order for us to make money, we are selling some of that data where it's like, Hey, this demographic likes this movie and these are the times they go see it. Or like they have these tendencies. And then let me advertise to those people on Facebook now. Um, and so this kind of, it, it changes the game from being about that collection of data and providing that to external sources and turns it more into like, okay, well we're incentivizing people to go to the less, uh, busy show times. And so it's like almost like this this weird like balance of behavior modification versus you know 
okay, we're a consumer-based facing thing that we're making our money from the people who are buying the tickets, or we're making the money from the data that we right. sell to people. Well, so. I, like, I just don't see, there's no, like, there's no upside necessarily other than, like, I mean, I just don't see any other reason to do it, you know, other yeah. than to try to keep, you know, move people. Like, if you really want to go see it this time, cool, pay a higher price and you can see it. Everyone else is going to switch, which... You know, like honestly, it doesn't affect me. I go see movies late anyway, as we yeah. just discussed earlier. Like yeah. I like to go thing, do things late. So half my movie show times are like nine o'clock at night. Right. Um. Except for whenever we review them for the podcast. Yeah, we like those to be very <laughs> early if we can. As early as we can. As early as we can. We were just discussing. This was at six p.m. It yeah. was good. It was, it was good. good. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's interesting to see like where the, where things like this goes and. You know, AMC recently uh, released their version of this, where you get you can go see three movies a a week for um, a thirty dollar or sorry twenty dollar price point per, per month. month. Yeah, which eh, you know, I mean, it's steeper. So, and it's only at AMC. Like we have like AMC, we have one AMC theater down. Um, in Franklin or whatever, but then the rest of them all around here are either like there's one Malco well, and there's a AMC in Murfreesboro, and that's right. a giant new one in Murfreesboro. Okay, so then I guess that would make two in Murfreesboro. Or are they replacing the I don't, one? I hope they're replacing it. I don't know. Like I, I feel like I don't know. Interesting. I just don't know. I, it's going to be on Stones River. It looks like it's going to have an IMAX in it or something. Interesting. That'd be awesome for you. It's huge. Like obviously, yeah, because you know, it's like right there in town. Right. Um. The. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the theaters up here in Nashville are all Regal, and right. so it's yeah, it's it, and the one just, I go is Malco. Yeah, and I just wouldn't it wouldn't work for me because like I very rarely do I go to the AMC. Like yeah. we've gone there more in the last like three months, I want to say, than I've been there ever. So. But I still think this is the way movies are going, and it'll be interesting to see how this changes and how yeah. competitors uh, change their game and what they're doing. And yeah. you know, like I don't think this is a a fad that's going to go away necessarily. No. And I think like the subscription thing, and if anybody can get like, if companies can get consumers to pay a subscription thing, they can definitely count on that better than they can count on kind of like individual purchases or whatever. For sure. Um, because like you month to month, sure. Like I may be, I may have made as much, you know, or saved as much money as I, as I paid. Um, and then some, with MoviePass, but there has been probably one month in there that I didn't see anything, but mm -hmm. I still subscribe to it. And so in that, in their mind, it's like, oh, there's there's probably more, like he's likely to just let it keep going um, and just have that more even income. So then a theater chain or a th single theater here in town would be like, hey, we didn't have anything big come out. Nobody was really turning out to the theaters, but if they had a subscription. They're paying anyway. Exactly. So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's the news. All right. It's time to review Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the Wasp. Um, I don't know why I keep just saying the and the, <laughs> and the Wasp part. It's like we're, it's like an Akon song over here, you know. Just, just the last word repeats, not the rest of it. Uh, I don't know um, how much I thought this was a good movie yeah. it was funny I think it was better than the first Ant-Man oh man so much better than the first Ant-Man um, and so like if you're a fan of the Ant-Man uh, definitely watch this I, I, I like the, I like the story it felt more cohesive I think you know like we've talked about the development replacing the director and all that kind of stuff in the first Ant-Man and like that like that doesn't feel it feels really really good 
Um, I think it was well acted, well done. I think they took the things that were really good about the first Ant-Man and kind of like doubled down on them. Like yeah. they're like, hey, these are the things that we are keeping. Yeah. And we're going to leave out the things that like nobody really cared about. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. And mm -hmm. they kind of... They worked through some of because it's like Ant Man is like a, a a heist kind of a, a spin like a superhero heist movie or whatever like that's kind of how they spin it and I feel like we had more elements that felt more traditionally heist ish at certain times in this um, but it still definitely was a superhero movie in that that way yeah I don't know if I would even call this a heist film you know like it was kind of like a, they didn't really break in anywhere. Like they That's kinda, true. They kind of like sort of did. They tried to, but you know, we didn't see any of it. You know, right. The first one definitely was a heist movie. Oh yeah. I don't think this is a heist movie. It yeah. It, it had the some of the same kind of things of like the setup, the tropes or whatever right. that you would set up with a heist movie, but with without the heist, I guess is yeah. the is the way. And there's no planning phase. There's no training. There's no. It's just this just happens. That's right. The training. Um, the training. I would say like also like this is a you know for the Marvel universe is a is a more focused smaller story. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure this will impact, you know, without spoilers, I'm sure it will impact the larger universe in some way, um, the results of this. But it, yeah. it it didn't, like, the immediate thing didn't threaten the entire world or anything like that. Right, and I actually liked that a lot. Yeah, me too. Like, where it's like, oh, man, we we don't have to be saving the planet. We can just exactly. be staying out of out of prison or, like, whatever. Like, that being the, the main goals of, like, okay, let's just well, and we know keep this very focused. This is before... We, I mean, we, we knew going in that this is before uh, Avengers, the most recent Avengers. I won't spoil that, but, like, everyone knows they're dealing with Thanos. And so, like... <sighs> You know, it's it's one of those things like you can't. Ha you, you're telling me there's an earth-shattering event happening at the same time as Thanos is showing up. You know, yeah, like that seems outrageous. Yeah, and so many superhero movies. There's so many like movies like they just like they have. To, it almost seems like we have to put a whole bunch of people's lives at risk in order to make a good movie. Yeah, and it's like you just don't. You know, no. you don't have to make it like. A, a giant death ray or something like that is threatening an entire city or something. You don't have to drop, I guess the Avengers two thing was like, we don't have to drop an entire city right. from the sky in order to make yeah. this a good superhero movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of expect that from something like the Avengers where it's like, you know, Hey, there, it needs a team yeah. of people, but this didn't need a team of people. This needed Ant-Man. Yeah. And, and the wasp and the wasp. Yeah. <laughs> and the wasp. And so, and I like that. Like that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's something, it's things like, um, Captain America Winter Soldier, where it's like, are you telling me that Tony Stark's not going to show up mm -hmm. and try to help fix this? You know, like, yeah. it got so big and out of control um, that it's outrageous that this is just a Captain America movie. Yeah, and then you have, like, obviously there's spinoff things like the, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows, like those things. Like, they'll have, like, Iron Fist is, like, the the ultimate like there's no reason for this to be like a like city threatening situation and we just kind of shoehorned the city threatening situation in there it could have just been a little bit more focused and it would have been a lot better mm -hmm. and uh and so like this stuck to that like it was like yeah. hey let's make this a focused thing it's yep. about a small group of people with uh the antagonists are like these different groups here and we're good and i thought that was really cool it yeah. was a cool interplay of of uh of the different groups of people in yeah. this and i would say like the standout here is the humor like this is another you know pair this with 
Thor Ragnarok and say this is a comedy. Yeah. Um, it's not. I mean, it's an action action adventure comedy, but mm-hmm. it's a comedy. Yeah. And where comedy in the Marvel universe has always been there, sometimes it's felt more shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. And I think like. Marvel uh, Guardians, the first Guardians of the Galaxy was the first one to really do it right in terms of like it yeah. felt natural in this universe. It didn't feel like you were breaking character to do it, you know? Yeah, it felt like, hey, these are like these are funny things that are happening to funny characters yeah. in this universe rather than like, here's some things happening and also jokes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> here's Hawkeye with the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's you know there's not like somebody's because you know, like Spider Man has always been somewhat like jokey like that where it's like that makes sense for, for that sure. character. Yeah. It makes sense but to Spider-Man have Spider Man like, wasn't joke wasn't a comedy. Exactly, it wasn't a comedy, but he was still told jokes. Right. And so like in certain circumstances with certain characters, it makes sense. But like where it feels awkward is whenever it doesn't make right. sense. Um, um, and like the fact that this is a comedy like totally works. Yeah, like, that's this this. Uh, this movie's mo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we expect from it. Yeah, and I mean, I like it. I think it works. It worked really well. I think, uh, like our theater specifically, like I, I was laughing at like yeah, so hilarious. many times, and our entire theater was laughing a lot. So, yeah. but never to the point of like missing the next thing either. Like it was paced pretty well as yeah. far as the jokes go yeah, to like definitely. everything like that. Like it, the pacing felt really good through this. There's only one section of the movie that I really like couldn't. F- like was like whoa what are we watching right now there's like one specific section we'll mm. bring it up post spoilers where i was like i don't know why that took that long or that why we're like recapping whenever like at this one yeah moment. i mean if, if i was going to criticize it, i would say it, it is a little overly long yeah um um but i'm you know i didn't ever think like oh man when is this going to get over yeah i never looked at the watch or anything right. like that um, um the acting was all really good to me. Like, I mean, there's nothing like everybody played their part incredibly yeah. well. So yeah, I think it was well directed. I think, I mean, it was, it was really well done. Definitely go see this. If you're a Marvel fan, mm-hmm. you like Ant-Man, um, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. I will say it wasn't really like, I wasn't pumped about it going in. Like no. I wasn't like, this is going to be one of my favorite movies of the yeah. summer, but it actually like, it turns out I'm like, man, this is a really good movie yeah. to me. Like I, I will, I will watch this again. I will see. Um, whenever it, it hits Netflix or whatever, like I, I'm very excited for I'll this. I'll probably watch this, this with movie pass. Do it. I probably could too. But yeah. Uh, All right. so the spoiler <laughs> clock. Yes. Oh, we say both go see this movie, right? Both we both said this. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the spoiler clock is winding down. It's going to be spoiled in five, four, three, two, one. Throw out a spoiler. Ant-Man is in the what's it called? <gasps> quantum quantum something or other. Quantum. I'm going to I'm going to look it up. Quantum realm. That's that sounds correct. Whenever Thanos kills everyone sounds, and sounds legit. The wasp is gone. Hank Pym is gone. Dude. Uh I can't Hank Pym's wife is gone. Dude, like it blows my mind. Ant man stuck there. It blows my mind what they're what they're doing with this thing. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like, I, the one thing I, I do want to say is that after credit scene with like uh, that explains what happened at the end of um, uh, Avengers. I felt bad for anybody who hasn't seen Avengers. First of all, yeah. Whoops! <laughs> Spoilers, folks. Oh darn! Um, that was the moment I was honestly like waiting for the entire movie is just to see what happened at the end of Avengers. Like, yeah, I almost. You know, like, I mean, I think it was a great movie and it surprised me and all that kind of stuff, you know, but like, 
I uh, I didn't largely didn't care except to see what happens to Ant Man. Is he alive? Where is he? Um, how can, might he fit into the the next movie? That type of thing. That's all I really cared about. <laughs> Interesting, because like I I was the opposite of that. I sat where, through like, two hours to get to that point. I legitimately just don't like didn't care largely about like where he ends because like obviously he's gonna be in the next movie because like he's like he's in there on Unless the. He, uh, on the list of actors well, that is, so are, are the in rest that movie. of the people who are dead. Yeah, but like, I mean, I feel like they're going to be in it too, man. I don't well, know. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, like, you didn't, you didn't wonder what, what, where he was or what was happening. No, That's not ridiculous. going, not going in. Like going in, I was like, I, I'm, I'm here to experience, watch the movie, watch the movie, and then that came on, and I was like, it hit me like halfway through that clip. Whenever I was like, why is everyone so serious? Why does this feel tonally like such a serious like clip? And then I was like, wait, this is going to be the snap. And then it happened. And I was like, oh, there it is. So like I wasn't anticipating it at all. Mm. Like I literally until halfway through the end credit sequence, I didn't realize what was happening. No, I knew they had to address it at some point in this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. I just hadn't thought about it, you know? Same as like they have to address it in Captain Marvel, you know? Yes. We have to get back to that point in in the next movie. 100%. You know? Um, because that's what everything is wrapped around. I will say like, that's interesting that, you know, largely early on in the, uh, the Marvel cinematic universe, the end credit sequence would be inconsequential or like would at the very least be, you know, the most that we would get would be like sitting down, you know, somebody, Oh, the Avengers initiative. Like that was the biggest one leading up to the Avengers movie was like, um, you know, coming in and talking to somebody and recruiting them for the Avengers. But, now we're at the point where like this it matters like this is probably like we're gonna pick up right here i'm sure like at some point we're gonna pick up with saving him from the quantum realm oh definitely yeah we have to i mean and someone's got to figure out well i mean this is almost someone's got to figure out where he's at yeah that they need him yeah and go get him right um that's and that's the thing like this was such a that was such a uh universe defining moment we mm-hmm. talked about that earlier with Fortnite. Fortnite, <laughs> but this you it's know the that, theme of the episode, it's bro. Like, because everyone's affected in the Marvel universe, yeah. and so it's like, well, okay, now what happened? Where are they? Mm-hmm. How did this affect them? Yeah, like it's it's almost like everything else is secondary. That's why I feel like this couldn't be a movie, another movie where it was like, you know, the world is ending or something mm-hmm. like that. Where it's like this had to be a smaller focus movie because yeah. at this point, I don't even care, you know. Who cares if he's trying to save New York? Half of New York gets wiped out in a, in a second. It's very true. Right after that, anyway. Very so, true. What are the, what are the, what does it matter? Yeah. What do the stakes matter anymore? You know, right. and and yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I. It, it's funny that 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 aspect of it being like a smaller focused story, like that, made makes sense because it's the sequel to a smaller focused story that Ant Man One was, mm-hmm. but it also like it doesn't. It doesn't undercut it to have this universe defining thing going on because yeah. it's like again the stakes are family the stakes are right. his freedom and yeah. they they played that type they walked that tightrope incredibly well yeah uh, in I even liked how they called out you know, like it, it's almost like this movie is trying to make the point that Ant Man doesn't belong with the Avengers you right know? like that's kind of uh, Hank and the Wasp's opinion is that like why 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 are you why are you being someone that you're not like right you know you're you're this guy you're not yeah. that guy yeah. Well, and that, I think that that's <laughs> like that's 
a super funny thing about like the wasp's dialogue with 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 Ant Man is like, oh, like if I had been there, like if we had been there, maybe we would have been been fine. But like, you're not that big a deal, you know? It's like it's yeah, you're right. It's like this this constant like underpinning of like this is where you belong. This is who you are. Like like when he calls uh, Captain America Cap. Yeah, she's like Cap. You know (laughs) what are you? I do doing? like I do like his reply where he's like that's just that's, that's just, just what, what we call him. That's what we call him, you know. And it's it's but again, it's kind of like you know you go back to your small town and be like you know people are like what 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 are, why are you where what are you what are you doing? You're not you're not this guy. You're, I I know you as this guy, you know. Like yeah, and 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 that's I think you know just this it's this interesting pull because it's like well we know that he fits in as an Avenger. Yeah, you know. Um, but do they know? Do they realize? Well, and also I think. F- I think that it's telling to what the rest of the world, like really like how they view the Avengers in that way, because they view them as this like super separate thing rather than like the real flawed human beings that they are. And, 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 you know, gods obviously with the case of Thor, but like, you know, the, the the people that they are, the aliens and such, like they're all flawed. They're not like these, Oh, you know, it's like whenever you meet somebody who's, who's like a big deal and whatever, realm they're in and they're just like a normal person right, right and you're like oh you're you're normal you're yeah. like and you're just like us you know it's awesome you know yeah. and so i think that, that that's the shows what what the wasp and everybody kind of thinks they think that the avengers are like this big deal yeah and sure they might be but they're also not right or they're also humans and, yeah. and aliens and flawed beings things little raccoon things <laughs> <laughs> right um i uh I thought that the the villain in this was cool. Like, it's almost like which one? <laughs> well, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, number one, I'm glad we didn't kill anyone at the end of this. You yeah, know, like, we didn't fall into the the Marvel trope. Holy cow! That I just yeah, you pointed that I ne- didn't notice. Yeah, because it's like that's so normal to not kill them. So if we're talking about Ghost, mm-hmm. like she's not a villain anymore. Even like as far yeah. as like at the end of this one, it seems like they're trying to help her. More. I don't. I don't know why. They didn't really explain why. I've, that if I was going to criticize a piece of this movie mm. at the end, like we kind of saw, like okay, here's um, Hank and his. Uh, what was Hank's wife name? Anyway, that they rescued. Um, they're happy on the beach. They have a house on the beach. Uh, um, Ant Man is happy. Wasp is happy. Um, they're you know watching a movie as a family you know like her his daughter's happy everyone's happy we don't see any kind of like what is the resolution of ghosts we don't know where she's at what she's doing well, is she okay we have that conversation between her and uh the others other scientists i can't remember his his name either i can't remember it's, it's, well it seemed like they were just like being chased you know at that point still it didn't seem like they were okay at that point well she said she would be chased but he is like he's not on the run from no one anybody. knows who she is I mean, that was what I thought too, but like maybe it was just a thing of like, hey, I've done horrible things and like, cause he has apparently like rescued her in the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end of right. Winter Soldier. So like that origin like is sort of like foggy, but then again, everything's foggy around like Winter Soldier and yeah. what she happened to S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that stuff, um, which Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the television show goes into in some ways, but like, and which is really good in that way. Like that's right whenever that show got like amazing. Um, but at the same time, like, like you said, like, what has she really done? Is she on the run from somebody? It, yeah. Where does she go here? I did like that resolution of like, because it's such a, a, a 
the theme of family runs deep through this movie. Yeah, for sure. Where like her and I'm looking up the character names, by the way, Bill Foster is his character mm. name. Um, but, uh, they like form Bill. this family unit and where it's like, Hey, we're going to stick together. Mm. And it's like, cause he obviously cares about her throughout this entire movie. He's like hoping for the best for her, even whenever she's like about to do something like horrible. And he's like, he kind of lays down where he stands, like where the line is and yeah. she doesn't cross it. Well, that, and so that, that's what I love. Like, you know, even though we view them as a villain, yeah. like it, this was a, this wasn't like, um, uh, Ronan, yeah. from Guardians of the Galaxy where he's just like wants to kill everyone, you know. Yeah. It's just like no, they have a they have a mission. They're trying to do this mm-hmm. and you know, like they're they're pushing some boundaries on it, but yep. like at least they know, you know, he knew, Bill knew, like the, I'm not going to we're not going to kidnap a little girl, you know, right. like for instance. Right. Um, and I think like that also is another theme that runs throughout like the, those areas of gray where it's like how how do you ride the line between yeah. like doing what it needs to be done or like what you want here versus like what's right over here. Yeah. And so, you know, th- that, that balance and, and playing that for all it's worth. And well, she I think cr- obviously does that, you know, he's like, he's supposed to be, he knows he's supposed to be back at the house. Right. But and, he's like, Oh, I can't, you know, I have to do this. Right. He has to like, he has to take care of everyone that he loves and every, every member of, of his, what he views as his like family and extended family yeah. of like, you know, he's got to take care of, uh, the wasp and, and Hank as well as like his daughter, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I got to be there for her. I can't go to prison for 20 years and his company, you know, and like, that conversation that he has sitting there on the floor with her was so heartfelt of yeah. like, she's like, I think you can do both. You can do everything. And so, like, he, because you're the greatest grandma in the, in the yeah, world. That was amazing. World's greatest grandma. Anyway, and like that, that's all he needed was somebody, hey, to believe that he could. And, uh, and he yeah. did. He did do it, Chris. He did. He was there for her. He's there for the, the other, other family, the outlaw family that he has. <laughs> the outlaw family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I, so going back to the villain part. So there's that. Then there's also like the, you know, government always kind of like button their head in where they, <laughs> you know, when they least expect it, which yeah. that dude, um, I forget his, the actor's name. Randall Park. So Randall Park, yeah. he, um, if you ever watched the interview, <laughs> he played Kim Jong-un and he like, I, I, I hadn't seen him in any other movie other than like this one that I forget, I forget what else he's, he's been in. I'm pulling him up right now. Pulling yeah, yeah. up the, the um, old IMDb. But like he was, he was perfect for this role. He was hilarious, dude. Like, and his like his his comedic timing yeah. with Paul Rudd uh-huh. was like some of the best. Yeah, like back and forth there at the end where he said, "I'll see you around," like <laughs> ominously, and then Paul Rudd's like, "Where?" Well, and that's so like the first Ant Man. I feel like a lot of that kind of stuff back and forth. They try to do that kind of stuff, but the timing was off all the time. Yeah, um, and in this one, everything's just like dead on. Such good timing, such good editing. It was great. Yeah, so he's uh, he's been some like voices in like Robot Chicken. He's been in obviously the Interview, Fresh Off the Boat, Veep, um, Trainwreck, Drunk History. I mean, there's yeah. So it's uh, he's been in this this and then the Interview are the two probably largest single movies, not yeah. shows and things like that that he's yeah. been in. So he's That's fantastic. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, like I loved I love the team yeah. aspect of it. Um, where the slimy like mob boss guy like that dude was hilarious oh, yeah, too. Like, oh yeah, he's another villain. Yeah, Sonny Birch is his name because <laughs> like he brings in the uh, the truth serum thing. Like that was amazing. <laughs> that was hilarious. Where they have the whole argument about whether it yes. is or is not truth serum. The um, 
So I was, I was trying, what has he been on recently? <laughs> oh man, dude, he's been on a few things. Um, I feel like I've seen him on something like super recently. Oh, I feel like Can't he was in, was he in something that was really like serious? Oh, as definitely. Well. He's okay. Only... He's in Tomb Raider. That's what it was. Like Tomb the villain Raider. in Tomb Raider. You're right. That's what yeah. it was. I knew he was in something <laughs> super recent. And then, yeah. so the guy with the t- truth serum, this is just like, I think he was in, you, could, you should double check this. Yeah. The guy with the truth serum. He was one of the brothers in Lion, that Academy Award nomination nominee for uh, Best Picture a couple years ago. Let me look. Let me let me find him. I gotta find him in the cast list here because like <laughs> the way that they have everybody listed in the cast list is always interesting. I mean, yeah, IMDb. I don't know, like because <laughs> like there. all of a sudden it's like, oh, and this was a this was a key grip, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, why does one know the you know this isn't really the cast anymore here? I know we're kind of far. Like we're not really kind of like analyzing the. The plot of the movie anymore. But, yeah. um, this is all true, but at the same time, I do find this this is uh, this is fascinating yeah, stuff because uh, it's, it's like everybody in this movie. Again, I feel like everybody in this movie was perfect for oh, yeah. their role yeah. and nailed their respective roles. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's not trying to be something it's not. That's you know? correct, and it's not. Uh, you know, I think that's the most important part about it. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And I and I like the story, you know, like they they moved this. I think the part that's world defining is like, well, number one, there's these healing, um, quantum <sighs> particles. Yeah, it's like, well, is that how they can possibly bring everybody back? True, and uh, I also wonder, like, the quantum realm, like, what does this have to do with anything? Is Ant Man the only reason he's alive because he was in the quantum realm and Thanos somehow couldn't have gotten to him? Possibly, I don't know. Um, is the quantum realm someplace you can put Thanos? Yeah, is that something, some sort of like a prison that we can throw him in or whatever? Um, and he can subsequently break out of later. Right. Which would be <laughs> classic, classic uh, comic book, but not classic Marvel. I feel like Thanos is going to die. Oh, definitely. Thanos is dead. Thanos. Like for sure, Thanos is going to die. Yeah, I think so. Because that's just what Marvel has established as their modus operandi kill off every villain. Although they didn't in this one, you know, like yeah, again, you know, like well, then again, even like the sleazy, like the the really slimy, uh, uh, like mob boss, like even he like got away with, like yeah. he's in prison, yeah. it's like he can break out, we can see him again, like he Definitely. can he can eventually be hired by uh by uh Ant Man, you know, it's oh, like Ant-Man. by the uh, by that company, it's yeah. like oh, you know, these these guys are just doing the security consulting, yeah, um. Is there anything else you want to say? Oh, what was the part that was slow? Oh, so there's a part where they like all of a sudden go into like, okay, so let's outline the steps of the planet. They try to make it like a joke. What where Paul Rudd? Yeah, Paul Rudd's like, he's like, yeah, you know, what my uncle always told me was you got to make a list whenever you make a list, you know, so let's list yeah. everything that we have to do. And like from there all the way until we leave that location and initiate the ultimate like chase scene. Uh, through San Francisco, uh, like that was really awkwardly done and very strangely paced, and it felt like we didn't need almost any of that. Like it. Well, yeah, I think like it's you need it. I think it, the reason it feels slow is because you have like the fight scene going on with Ant Man and Ghost, mm-hmm. and then you have Hank though trying to figure like trying to get this machine working. Yeah, and, and then, trying to wrestle it away from uh, away from was his name Bill. Yeah, and then like but you keep flashing to. Uh, the mob boss dude, yeah, and him. Do, uh, so it's like you're. I think there's too many things going on there at once. So like, yeah, it's kind of like a soap opera. It takes them an hour 
to tell about five minutes of each person's story. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So like whenever you divide up that many stories separately, it takes you too long to tell what doesn't take that long. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And I think that that was the only portion of this movie. Cause like we jumped around a decent chunk through the yeah. time, but like, you're right. Maybe not as quickly where it's like, Oh, we show, you know, 10 seconds of this, then 10 seconds of this, then 10 seconds. Like it would yeah. be more like large chunks rather than just a few seconds. Um, but like, yeah, that was the only spot in it where I was like, man, this is like this, this feels slow, right? Yeah. Here. I mean, like Avengers, you know, like if you've seen the most recent Avengers, I feel like that took the place over the course of like a day. But yeah. like, honestly, like sometimes it feels like, was this like been a week? You yeah. know, like what's the time period here? I think we even talked about that in the review of like, I couldn't tell what the passage of time was because yeah. like half of the time we're also in space. And so right, it's exactly, like, yeah. I have no concept of like what's, yeah. you know, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? It doesn't matter. We're in space. Right. Um, <laughs> you do what you want. Um, but yeah, like uh, other than that, like the, this entire movie was incredibly well like paced and laid out really well. The car chase was really fun. It wasn't yeah. up, to, up to like born quality car chases, oh, no, no. but it had the gags of like the giant Isn't Hello that, Kitty. That's uh, always what I compare car chases to. I know, man. <laughs> well, okay, so there's a show. Is it on Netflix or Hulu? I can't remember, but it was there's uh, either a show or movie where it was like from the director of Born Identity, and I was like immediately I was like, I hope there's a car chase. <laughs> something give me something <laughs> but yeah that is what i compare every car chase to i don't know if i have a you know a whole lot more you know to say about this it's a fun movie man yeah it's fun well again i you know i probably you know definitely enjoyed this almost as much as i enjoyed thor ragnarok you know it was just like it's, it's a good fun movie it's fam- family friendly i feel like yeah i definitely maybe think maybe some like, language but yeah definitely i mean but it's just, i don't I don't notice language that much whenever I'm watching things. Yeah, I mean, unless I'm, I'm bad like, at it too. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like I'm not the person to qualify whether or not it's family friendly, but well, I do think like agreed. the themes I, I'm and like, like there's in, his, in general, yeah, like that people should do their own research anyway. Of course, but uh, but like their uh, the dynamic between like him and his daughter was really good. Yeah. I liked like it all. It's a feel good movie. Yeah, is what I'll is. say yeah. about it on that front. So you know. Yeah. So in in that way, I feel like it is family friendly because it's like, oh, the themes themes involved are all like feel good. Definitely. Yeah, I think I'm ready to rate this thing, man. What do you rate this? I am going to rate this. I think I'm going to give this a nine. Dude, I'm going to give it an 8.5. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's it for this week. What are we doing next week, John? Um, well, I have finished Inside, in yes. fact. That was something I didn't talk about that. I, I meant to mention that I finished Inside earlier in the podcast. Remember, it was, well, what you've been up to this week? But I had the deer in the headlights thing. I was like, <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know what I did. All I recall is Fortnite. Um, <laughs> when that kind of happens. I mean, that's whenever you, whenever that's basically that and Inside. So I need, to, I need to see if Fultron can come on and we can talk about Inside next that week. That would be amazing because uh, we were like discussing a little bit of it just on the way back here from the theater yeah. and man like i'm i'm interested to like have a discussion <laughs> with people about this i yeah. i yeah i enjoyed the game man. yeah yeah all right so uh that's hopefully next week yeah we'll see you next time wait no wait uh outro you can find, <laughs> you can find us online at staying target podcast anyone ever for any reason would have ever thought that we've pre-recorded any outros <laughs> ever oh no one thinks that john <laughs> 
On Twitter, I'm Chris Wright 250 <laughs> And I'm John Wright 777. And at Stand Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell all your friends about us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> now it's time to say that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. target. <laughs>